Welcome to the Young Adult Podcast and thank you for joining us for another episode. We hope you enjoy it and that you learn something of value that can be taken into your everyday life. Please give us a five-star review and any feedback send to ya at championschurch.org.uk. Welcome to another episode of the Young Adult Podcast. Today we are here with a a very close relative of mine, Michelle Smith. She has already been on the podcast and she is the first to return. (laughs) So she must have done something well in uh, in her first episode. So welcome back, Michelle. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Yeah. Good, good, good. Um, Today we're going to be talking all things achieving goals. Um, It's very um, relevant to the time of year. So start of a new year, you know, new year, new me. People are really motivated and that's great. Um, But does that last all through the year, especially when you want want to achieve your goals? Before we delve into the topic of um, tonight's podcast, Michelle, uh, well, firstly, thank you for coming. You're absolutely welcome. Um, And... Tell me a little bit about yourself. Not your whole life story because we, you know, <laughs> want to be going home by Monday. But I'm 30-ish. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a long life. <laughs> like I said, it was a big stretch. Checks. Um, so, yeah, tell me a little bit about yourself, please. I'm married to Dan. I've got three children. Um, Scarlett, who's nearly 10, and twin boys, Max and Will, who are nearly eight. Um, I work full-time. I've got my own business as well. And... Um, I have my finger in a lot of other pies as well, um, which no doubt we'll touch upon as we talk about goals tonight. Um, You are my brother, obviously. I am one of three girls. um, And in all seriousness, I am a little bit stretching it with 30-ish. I'm nearer 50-ish. But, you know, uh, I'm privileged to be here. I wished I'd grown up with a youth uh, as vibrant and brilliant as you guys are. Um, And, you know, I I hope tonight's beneficial to you. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. So tonight's topic is about achieving goals. Mm -hmm. So let's delve straight in. What does a goal mean to you? What does a goal mean to me? Um, Well, I I, I think, you know, given this time of year, and you said it before, Ashley, um, there's a difference between sort of goals, resolutions, um, things that we might want to achieve in the future. Um, And and actually, what is a goal? So, I mean, if we think about resolutions, because it's that time of year and it's New Year's resolutions, isn't it? New Year, Um, new me. New Year, new me. I'm now fashionable. I've got no socks on. (laughs) Those people on the podcast, I've literally got no socks on. My ankles are freezing. (laughs) Neither have I. Although I'd look rather strange. Keeping it down with the kids. Come on. (laughs) I'm down with it. Um, I think think it's really interesting. I'm um, I'm a bit of an analyst sometimes, and I like to think things through quite a bit as well, and and sometimes I'm a bit of an overthinker. But when you asked me about coming tonight and talking about goals, I thought about resolutions quite quite strongly, obviously, New Year. Um, And it's really interesting. I'd like to throw some stats out, if that's okay. Get them out. um, In terms of resolutions, do you know that... um, It's it's something crazy like 90% of us give up on the resolutions within seven days. So it's the ninth. <laughs> so, 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 you know, most of you have already given up on, on that resolution. Um, and actually, of what's left, there's, there's a high percent, something like 45% of what's left, give up within the six months. So, so actually, resolution, I think this term resolution, um, you know, it, it's significant when you talk about it alongside a goal. A goal is something quite different to me. A goal is something that you set and that you expect to achieve a resolution is you know I want to be slimmer this year and I did last year as well and the year before (laughs) and some of us even join the gym and we go and we dress up nicely and have a coffee um but we don't actually make it to a class you know that's a resolution um but for me a goal is something that you, you set out to achieve it's something that you really want to aim for it's, it's in your tick list of life, if you like. And so for me, throughout my life, um, I've set lots of goals, but, but how we set them is also really important. So, so with a goal, um, is there any like, time limit on, on a goal, like how long it should take you to get there? Or does it have to be like, okay, so I want to achieve this by the end of the week or by the end of the month? Or could a goal literally be lifetime? Good question. Um, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I can only sort of talk from my own personal experience and, and studies that I do. For me, one thing that's really important is about how I completely educate myself. I mean, I'm um, a person that thinks, you know, 
it's all well and good for somebody to say to you, and I think particularly for you in being a young adult, um, you know, well, I've got 30 years' experience or whatever, but have you really? Or have you got one year's experience you've been using for 30 years? That's good. You know, so for me, you know, one of my life goals is to, is to educate and learn something new every year so that my experience is 30 years of experience, um, and I think that's really key. So when you talk about what are those goals, well, yeah, there are lifetime goals, there are long-term goals, yep. there are short-term goals, and there are the steps you take to those goals, uh, mini, mini goals, if you like, um, and all of those are really, really important because without them, we, we're probably not going to achieve anything, and I know we'll, we'll delve into that, I'm sure. Absolutely. Um, earlier, I was speaking to Michelle uh, in the foyer at church, and I do want to get this out early before I forget because I'm quite forgetful. <laughs> um, the difference between a goal and a vision... Absolutely. Um, actually, I can talk a little bit about that. Um, I'm going to make a bit of a plug, and I hope that's okay. But Absolutely. Th there is a fantastic book, and, and I don't want to forget to recommend it to you all. Did you write it? No, I wish okay. I had. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. M maybe my book might come out after this. No. <laughs> um, but it's a book called Goals, would you believe? Um, and it's by Zig Ziglar, um, who m most of you or some of you might have heard of. Um, is an, a phenomenal um, leader. And in that book, he talks about four reasons why people don't write goals. Um, the first of which is around um, kind of fear. Uh, um, you know, we're too frightened to make a goal. Okay. We're too frightened to think about what that goal might be. Um, and, and within that fear, you know, it, it's accumulation of, of the situation and the life that we're in. So... 90% of what we hear, see, and do every day is negative. 90%? That, that's coming at us. That's a know. lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. And, you know, you think about the news. You think about your friends. I, I think about even my children. I can hear sometimes my daughter, I can't do it, you know. Um, 90%. And, and actually, by the time an average 18-year-old re reaches 18, by an average 18, you've 150,000 times heard, no, you can't do it. 150,000 times by the time you're 18, so goodness knows by the time you're 30-ish. Um, <laughs> you know, that's really important to think about. And 77% of what you say to yourself is generally negative. I'm getting dressed, I'm going out, I don't feel right. I look a bit fat in that, my bum's sticking out. You know, I, I, I need to work out more at the gym. I haven't got great friends, I'm not very clever, they're cleverer than me. That's our own self-talk. You know, so fear, number one. Number two is about exactly what you said, Ashley, vision. We don't visualise the goal. I want to achieve this. That's lovely. I want to be slimmer. Can you see yourself slimmer? I want to be richer. Can you see yourself richer? Yeah. Can you see yourself happier? Can you see... Because if you can't, you know, if you can't visualise it, then you're probably not going to make the right goals to get to the goal, to get to the aim. So, so visualising, it's really important. That's about kind of self-esteem in a way or how we visualize ourselves it, it therefore impacts how we visualize our goal um the the fourth thing that that zig talks about um and i've got to try and remember these now <laughs> um is about uh let me think oh i might have to come back to it this is my memory uh, oh it's it's about it's about the fact that you just you just don't think you can do it so you don't bother as in, like, you don't believe in yourself? Yeah, you just, you just, it's just not possible. So total self-doubt, you know, I can't do it, so I won't bother. So therefore, you never actually even start, start to do something. It's because, again, to your point, and I've, I'm sure the fourth thing will come to me, but to your point, vision is one thing. That vision is what ov is overarching the goal. Then the goal is what you set yourself to reach that vision. That's it, yeah. And the activities towards that goal are like those mini goals, you know in order to get there step by step. Because yeah. what you were saying earlier is that you, we can all have a vision, yeah. but are you actually going to put the plan in place to get Absolutely. there, which are these small incremental yeah. building blocks of goals which actually get you there to your vision? Absolutely. Absolutely. So what is a big goal of yours for not just 2022? Because mm -hmm. that would make it a bit more of a resolution. <laughs> um, but like, what, what is a big goal that's really important to you whether that be church and also what I will say is that a lot of people when they look at goals they think work Yeah, yeah. and you just go into this blinkered state of it has to be something to do with work like I want to achieve this I want to have this level at work 
earning this money, that's it. Mm. But I suppose just a bit of insight in myself, um, goals that I set myself, and it does happen on a yearly basis, sorry, um, is not just work-related. So what do I want to achieve in my family? What do I want to achieve in myself, in my person, like who I want to become? And then think about how I'm going to do that. And then also work, because work is a massive uh, part of my life. It helps me build a better life for me and my wife. Um, but not just work, because there's so much more to all of us than just getting up and doing a nine-five or a shift work or whatever you do for a living. Um, so your goal, sorry, this year. It's okay. <laughs> uh, my goals. So... My, goal, my goals have changed as my life has changed and as I've got older, I guess. And, and Just now, on that, sorry. So if you had a goal and then you're going through your life and things start to change, mm-hmm. is it okay to change your goal? Change your goal. Change your goal. Um, I will come and answer the question about what is my goal, but but I would like to say something about uh, that you triggered in me, actually. actually. Um, I think it's really important that a goal isn't like this huge unattainable, you know, oh, they've got a goal, well, they would have, look at them, you know. Actually, your goal can be really simple. It could just be that, you know what, every morning I set my alarm for seven, but I don't get out of bed till half past. This year I'm going to get out of bed at seven, or I'm going to set my alarm for half past. I mean, you know, whatever that goal might be, it's relevant to you, and it's really personal. It's not about what anybody else thinks about your goal or thinks about you, and, and stop comparing yourself. That's good. Because your goal isn't their goal and their goal isn't yours. You know, what, what you're set apart to be and what you're set apart to do is, is your personal DNA, if you like, you know. So that's really important to say. Um, my goals this year, I mean, obviously, <laughs> I'm happy to share with you. Some are personal and that's fine. Um, I've got personal goals back myself physically. Yep. So COVID has, uh, I've allowed COVID because COVID doesn't do anything to me. I've allowed COVID to be an excuse, not an excuse, maybe, um, in, in my life. So, you know, I'm a couple of stone heavier than I've ever been. I'm unhappy about that. So what am I going to okay. do about it? Mm-hmm. Um, I, before COVID and literally before COVID, I was running marathons. In fact, I did the Vegas marathon to raise money for Champions Kitchen Come just on. before COVID. I, I'm, I'm kind of that sort of a go-getter kind of person. Yeah. Um, and what I've found, I've allowed COVID to make me sort of housebound, I work at home, I've got three children, my homeschooling, and all those things have kind of helped, I guess, to put me in a position where I'm now kind of unhealth- unhealthy and unhappy with who, with how I look or how I feel, really. Um, so massive goals this year. So I've already... Um, I haven't joined a gym where I can sit in my liker and drink coffee. No, no. <laughs> Good gyms, they are. Uh, yeah, I've, like joined a, I've joined a hardcore gym, and as Ashley oh, would say, come on. no heating. So, you know, it's hardcore. Um, you know, big tyres and weightlifting. So, I'm on a, I'm on a transformation programme, so I'm putting that out there. You'll all watch my goal now, you see. You can hold Michelle accountable <laughs> now, can't you? So, I've done that transformation programme. Um, I've written out my next eight weeks myself of what I'm going to achieve in my own time, um, what my food's going to look like, I've planned my meals, you know. So, I, I'm focused, that's short term, isn't it? Eight weeks. But eight weeks is what I can look at. I've booked yep. my first 10K race. Um, I know. Um, and so, so, therefore, I've got an aim. It's specific, and I know we'll talk about this, actually, but it's written down. Okay, it's written down. It's read my mind. <laughs> so, so for me, that's how it's going to happen, because I know how it's going to happen. I've written it down step by step, day by day. I'm holding myself accountable. I'm getting other people to hold me accountable. When I spoke to the guy at this particular gym I've joined, I said to him, I don't want to um, have a fluffy time. You know, I don't want to be in a gym full of people with their, fa- their face made up and whatever. I don't want to be with, you know, blokes in a mirror. I don't care about that, right? I want somebody who's going to kick my backside and tell me to stop crying and get on with it because that's what I need, right? And he said, I'll see you in the morning. I was like, that quick? I said, you said. <laughs> so, you know, so that's a, that's a personal life goal. Yeah. And then there are other goals for me because I have a family and I have goals for my children, like from a parent point of view, not for them. I don't. Their goals are their goals, but you will do this. Yeah, yeah well, by this time, yeah, that'd be good. Um, but because I'm a parent, I've got parent goals. I want to be there for my children. Um, my work, I've always been very career minded, and I've always been very driven in my career. And 
no matter how much I've sort of tried to step down, I always get put into some, you know, quite large senior roles. And that's 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 beautiful. That's wonderful. And um, I appreciate that opportunity. But sometimes that can take me away from my children. And for 10 years, really, I've been saying, I want to be a mom. I want to be a mom. I want to be a mom. And now Scarlett's going to be 10. And I'm actually, I've managed to reduce myself to four days. Praise God. Um, so that gives me an extra day. But really, I want to be there when they get in from school. And I want to be there to do their meals at night. And I want to be sitting with them every night, not just twice a week. Do you know what I mean? I want to sit with them to do their homework. So, so have I written those goals out yet? No. Have I got to? Yes. Otherwise, I'll still be there again. And I'll be sitting here and saying, 11 years, and I, you know. So that's a big life goal for me. Um, and the other life goal, but actually me and Dan have already sort of touched on this, is around our marriage. It's really important yeah. that we invest in our relationships, yeah. our friendships and things like that. So um, me, and, me and Dan, from a, a life goal perspective, we, all, we spend a lot of time sitting down and talking about what goals do we want as a couple. Um, and f for us, it's there's financial goals that we have written down. Mm -hmm. Some have already happened. Some have already come to fruition. Brilliant. Day nine, come on. Um, and some of them are a bit longer term in terms of financial stability for our children. We look at like, you know, housing market and things like that. And we want to invest in properties for them. So that's a longer term goal because that probably won't happen this year in its entirety. But Can I be counted as one of your children? <laughs> <laughs> so I can just have a house, you know. I've just had a child. This is the first podcast since becoming a parent. This isn't paid. So... If you can, yeah, find a house. The best unpaid job ever. Very true. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so for me, you know, those those are important goals. I've got longer-term life goals. I'm a few years off 50. Um, but, and, you know, by the time I'm 50, I want to have done um, a triathlon. It's really important. I wanted to have done it by I was 40, but then I had children at 40. So... But but definitely by fifty, that is that is a goal. So the, these different goals, mm -hmm. how do you approach them differently? Because obviously they like some are like you say really personal. Mm -hmm. Some are shared between you and Dan. Mm -hmm. Some are naturally going down into the kids. Yeah. How do you differ your approach? So like your goals, obviously you write them down. But is there any different approach in terms of these different goals that you've set? So so there's different approaches, but there's never a different approach to writing it down. Yes. Okay, so, so okay, here I am again with my stats. Come on. 97% of people fail their goals. 97%. So I don't know how many is here, but, you know, there's only one or two of you <laughs> going to achieve your goals, unless you take a bit of notice of tonight. Or no, so because if you don't write it down, it's just a lovely thought. It's just a lovely thought. And it, and it, can, and it might be the most magnificent thought ever. You know, but if you don't write it down, you're not sort of holding yourself accountable. Yeah. So first and foremost, those, those, in fact, it's 97%. Yeah, those 3% of people that are successful, 1% are highly successful. 3% are successful because they've got goals and they've written them down. 1% are highly successful because not only have they written those goals down, but they reflect on those goals on a regular basis. There's, I was reading about a, a particular multimillionaire, and I wish I could remember his full name, but it's Conrad something. But, it'll, it, you know, I can, I can always let you know if you want to find me after. And, and he said every single night he writes down the goal, and every single morning he writes down the goal. But he wants to wake up with the goal, and he wants to get to sleep thinking about that goal, because it's so important to him that if he doesn't do that, other things take over, don't they? You know, you can have a great goal and then five years have gone and you think, oh, what was that? I've still got that goal. I didn't write it down. Yeah, because some people will write something down and then go, yeah, but I can do that. I could, I could write down a goal in the morning and on the evening. But then your challenge before, when we were catching up before the podcast, was, yeah, but are you actually doing it? That's right. It's easy to say, oh, I can do that. I can write that yeah. down. I can write down three goals for this year and my family. Yeah. My family and work, and that's absolutely fine. Mm -hmm. But challenge, are you actually writing it down? That's right. Are you checking back on yourself? Are you holding yourself accountable and going, like, I want to achieve that, but what am I doing about it? Because mm. like you say, you can all anyone can write a goal, but it's just it's, it's a nice to have, mm. unless you actually put some accountability behind it. Definitely. 
So that for, for three years now, um, well, for ten years actually, but for th but for three real intense thinking about it years, um, I've wanted to branch out. So I used to work with you, Ash. I used to work with Ashley. For those that don't know, well, I used to work for well, Michelle. Yeah, he <laughs> came as a came as a just out of college kind of kind of guy didn't you and uh, I wouldn't interview him because he was my brother and I said I, I, I can't and I was quite senior in the in the business at the time um, but when I left that business I, I wanted to branch out on my own I'd, I'd got a business name um, it was Divinitas which means by by divine um, kind of allowance so like divine by God and Divinitas was going to be my name because I, I really feel that when we think about our goals and we think about our future and we have those visions in our mind they're, they're set, we're set apart, right? So for me, God is so important and vital. And those, those qualities that he gives me, those leadership skills or whatever, those are set apart by God. So, I, so t when I left that business 10 years ago, that was a vision I had in my mind. I, I, I set up the company, but then I didn't do anything about it. Fear. Okay. I allowed fear. I, I absolutely allowed fear. <gasps> what makes you so special, Michelle Smith? Who's going to listen to you? <laughs> you know, and, th and those things were not true of who I am mm -hmm. or of the skills that God had given me or of the, or of the learnings and failures that are also learnings um, towards my goals. But the last three years, I've really started to make a, a plan about how I'm going to do something that's going to make sure that that's a reality. Don't waste any more of my time. And I'd say to you, don't waste any more of your time. Don't waste any of your time. You know, yes, you think you can sit there and think, well, I can do that, I can write down a goal. Well, write down the goal then, <laughs> you know. There's a big difference between thinking about something and actually doing Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And it's so simple to do. Simple. I've enrolled now, so um, I'm, I'm partway through now being part of the John Maxwell team, which is just a phenomenal opportunity for me. Um, and, you know, my goal within business this year is that I will set up that business. Um, already, I talk to people for free so if you do want my advice you can have it for free at the moment but I talk to people for free that are setting up businesses that are struggling and I can not tell you honestly in fact it's been a hundred percent of all those people that have spoken to me you haven't written down what it is you're trying to achieve you haven't written it down you've got these thoughts and they're all muddled in your head and I think this I think this but I don't know how to start I don't know where to just brainstorm them Get them down on paper, brainstorm them, start to put them into sections. Think about what you're going to do with that day. Think about what you're going to do with that. It's not about working 24-7. It's about working the seven, but in a formalised fashion that gives you the best out of it. But, it. but if you don't write that down, it's going to just roll on and on, you know, and, and not happen. So for me, this year, I, I've appreciated that Eight, nine, ten people have come to me in, in, its, in a real sense have come to me. And I found myself working silly hours to support and accommodate. Not because I've been upset about that, because I'm passionate about it. I so want to see people succeed. Goals are so important to your success, you know. And if I'm going to preach that kind of thing, I've got to do that as well. So, yeah, it's, it's the amount of people that I know, they say, yes, Michelle, yes, Michelle. Please, can we have a FaceTime? I'm desperate. This is happening. Yeah, okay. And then they go away. And then six weeks later, they're saying the same thing to me. Did you write it down? Well, no, I didn't have time. Make the time! <laughs> if it's important to you, you'll do it. Absolutely. I think that's the, like, the initial question you've got to ask yourself. Okay, so I want to achieve X, Y, Z in my life. Mm. But, okay, it's nice to say that, but what are you actually going to do about it? Mm. Have you written it down? No. Well, it's not that important then. If you think about the people that inspire you, Mm -hmm. And we've all got people that inspire us. That, it might be your mum. It might be, might be my brother. You inspire me. <laughs> You're my only brother, Ash. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, you know, my mum, she inspires me. She's just such a phenomenal woman. There's reasons that she inspires me. She's not academic. She's not got huge business acumen. I'm just going to back that up then, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Pat, if you are listening. No, but just as a general, she's not academic. You know, but there are qualities that my mum has got, well, our mum has got... <laughs> That, f that are so phenomenally inspiring. And one of the things that mum always does is writes it down. I mean, we laugh about a diary. You, can <laughs> you can't get a slot in it. We also laugh about a handwriting. We do, we do. Well, I laugh about yours. <laughs> Why is Leah looking at me now? <laughs> <laughs> but, 
you know, so wherever we get our inspiration from, you know, I think especially when we're young, footballers, oh, man, you know. But they didn't just happen upon it. They, they made a plan. I'm going to practice every day. You know, concert pianists, they don't just suddenly become a concert pianist. They've had to write it down. They've had to practice. They've had to make the time. They've had to carve the time. They've had to put the dedication in. And like I said, it doesn't have to be a huge goal. You don't have to be the CEO of the next multi-million conglomerate. You might want to be. You might also just want to, um, you know, have security in your role. You might want to just be the best at your job that you can be. Yeah. You might just want to be the best husband, the best friend, the best girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever that might be. And, you know, we joke, don't we? But even in relationships, you want to find a partner. You know, you, you, know, you might want to find a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whatever. Pastor Mark's talked about this in church before, but, but have a look at yourself and reflect. Are you the best girlfriend, boyfriend that you can offer? That's good. And yep. if not, what's the goal? Mm -hmm. Because if you're wanting to, you know, hey, you lot are good looking, <laughs> right? If you want to achieve meeting up with somebody, you know, that you find attractive, both, you know, physically and emotionally and, you know, intellectually, then write down what those goals are. What is it that's important? There's a wonderful couple that I was speaking to this morning and, and I've met them several times. 16 years, I'm not suggesting it should take you 16 years, but she wrote down what she wanted and she wasn't going to compromise. Wow. And do you know, 16 years later, along came a husband. They are absolutely besotten, or older, and he had done the same and he wasn't going to compromise. Wow. And they are bang matched. Now, I'm not suggesting that that happens for everyone, but write down your goals, what's important. Because... Relationships are as important as anything else. Physical attraction is one thing, but you know what? Intellectual attraction. The thing I love the most about my husband is that I wrote down what I wanted because I'd had failed relationships, for example. I wrote down the goals of what was going to be important. God. I wanted someone that was going to in intellectually challenge me because I am academic to a degree. You know, I've got my master's and so on and so forth. Um... I've set up several businesses. I've been successful in work and whatever. And often I would sort of date somebody and think, yeah, I feel like I could eat you alive. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right. And I wanted someone's going to eat me alive. <laughs> so, so the thing is, he, Dan challenges me, yeah. you know, because he's so intelligent. And the, and the knowledge he has, I think my kids are going to be so phenomenally blessed, you know, because history... What he doesn't know about the war, what he doesn't know about Star Wars. I'm not saying that, you know, but, um, you know, <laughs> but, but he's brilliant. Physics, you know, blows my mind because that isn't something that I'm great at. And it's just a brilliant match. But write it down. Write it down. I want someone who's going to intellectually challenge me. And that's really important. And because I wrote it down, you know, whether I thought those blue eyes were twinkling or not <laughs> was irrelevant. What, what are you going to speak to me? What are you going to say to me? You know? um, how do I want to be treated? How am I going to treat you? And those things yeah. are important. So it's not just kind of, am I going to be the next CEO in business? Am I going to be successful financially? Am I going to have a big house and a pool, whatever it might be that you dream? But but how am I going to, what am I going to be surrounded by? What are my friends going to be like? That's good. You know, am I going to, am I going to be surrounded by people that are encouraging me, are supporting me? You know, I talked a bit before about those four things about people not achieving their goals and why and why don't they write them down. And, and that thing about self-doubt and visualising and thinking, oh, you know, I'm not this, I'm not that. Well, surround yourself with friends that tell you you can. Never mind, you know, that 33% of, of the positives that you say about yourself. You need to up that. Yeah. And you need to up that by surrounding yourself by people that care enough to tell you the truth, but to love you, to help you, you know, to grow and to change. And that's, that's another goal. That's a life goal, isn't it? You know. Yeah. Well, one of the words that you mentioned uh, was reflection. Mm -hmm. So when you are going through this uh, journey called life, and we all have goals, big, small, how important is it and how important do you feel it is to reflect? And sometimes, like you know, especially in a work environment, we, we achieve something and then our bosses are like, okay, go again. So you've hit X, X million as a business, then you go, okay, but now we want to double that. And then the year after, we've got to double that. And it's no kind of time to reflect, sit back and go, okay, so what was my journey to get to that first X number? 
did that work? How can I learn? How important is it, do you think, to reflect on achieving goals or even just on your way to a said goal? How important is it to reflect? It's important, but it's also important how you reflect. Okay. Okay, so it's important that when I was 23, and this will seem like nothing now, but please bear in mind my age. <laughs> when I was 23, one of my goals was I want a job where I earn more in thousands than my age. That was, you know, I want a job. By the time well, I'm 23 and I want to be earning over 23,000, for example. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I achieved that. That, you know, I achieved that. Um, and then I kind of forgot about it, meandered a bit away in my career, and then reflected back on that. How did I achieve that? Mm-hmm. You know, so, so that kind of reflection is good. How did I achieve that? Why did I achieve that? You know, because the why is sometimes as equally important as the what. Yes. Find your <laughs> you know, why. Find your why. Find Simon your why, Sinek. Simon Sinek. Awesome. Yes, another fantastic leader. But, but you know, it's as equally important. In fact, probably it's more, almost. Because before you set your goal, why do you want it? That's the thing that's going to get you out of bed in the morning. It is. I mean, I, I said earlier, you know... Um, it's not just about kind of comparing yourself to others. So if your why is because they've got it or they do it or everyone thinks they're brilliant, it's probably not the right why. Mm-hmm. So, so reflection, absolutely, but don't reflect so much that you stay in that past success. Okay. Because that past success is fantastic, yeah. but it's like it's a stepping stone goal. Or it, or it might be the plateau goal. You, you might have achieved what you want to. And I'm not suggesting you've always got to have more, more, more. No, I'm not suggesting that. Um, because some of my goals have been great. I achieved that tick. Fantastic. Done. And, it, and I didn't want to improve on it. Mm-hmm. But if you don't reflect, how can you, A, learn where you went wrong, what you wrote down, what you didn't write down? Um, and if you don't reflect, you can't also take time to appreciate the goal. You know, I, want, I want to achieve that, that, you know, that goal of weight loss, physical strength and all those things to me. I'm going to reflect on that. When I achieve that goal, I'm going to reflect on that. I'm going to reflect right now on how I haven't achieved that goal. Okay, yeah. How I didn't take you know, the 12-week challenge while I could have done in, in the midst of COVID and being at home and no one could see me. Why didn't I do that? You know, because I didn't write it down, <laughs> number one. Um, you know, so I have to reflect on that as well. So I think reflection is really important. Um, and reflecting on where goals haven't been achieved is really important. But don't stay there. You know, let, let that kind of resonate in terms, in terms of um, where you are now and why you are where you are now. And some of the past decisions you've made will be reflective of where you are now. And then try to make sure that that feeds into your goals going forward. Um, but it is important, definitely. You know, if you've achieved something great, it's no good to say, yep, lovely tick, tra, on to the next. You've achieved something great there. Celebrate it. Celebrate it. And, you know, as I said before, if, you, if one of your goals, you know, around your relationships and your friends, they'll want to celebrate it with you too. And make sure you're the kind of friend that wants to celebrate great things in other people, even if you haven't achieved your goals too. That's important. It is. It is. You know, because I know people call it karma or call it what they want. I mean, to me, you reap what you sow and you definitely do. So if you want to be successful in life, you make sure you support others in their success too. And celebrate them in their success too, you know. And also support them when it's not great. Help them to see that there's vision and goals beyond what might have not worked well that goes back to you saying like surround yourself with the people that you know that you want to be encouraged by mm-hmm. are you self-reflecting and are you being that person to them mm. when Absolutely. maybe your goals are a million miles away or even getting further away what are you doing to say actually buddy mm. i'm going to build you up i've still got my ambition and sort of my goals but actually you're really important to me and i'm going to be the best that i can be and maybe that shifting goal goes from Yes, this is going to happen, but I just need to focus my time now yeah. on being a supportive friend for this person. Yeah, that's right. You, um, 
Max, one of your boys. My lovely boy. Mad Max. <laughs> um, you had a Mama Max day, was it yesterday? I did. There you go. Yes. Tell us a little bit about that, because obviously goals this week have been like on your mind after asking you to come on the podcast. And tell us a little bit about the conversation that you had with young Maxime Moo. Yeah, Maxime Moo. So um, Max is seven, um, and of my two twins, is probably the most emotional um, of, of the two boys. Um and over Christmas, I'd had a day with Scarlett. And as I said, one of my got parent goals is to make sure that I carve out time for them, that what they don't see is me on my phone all the time, or I've got to send this email or whatever. So I'll carve out time. So I've carved out some time for Max yesterday. He wanted a day, and I was absolutely shattered by the end of it. He made me go bowling. He made me go to the arcades. I was shooting. I, was <laughs> <laughs> I had to go to Smith's Toy Store. Do you know how exhausting that is with a seven-year-old? You know? and, and, but then he took me to Nando's. Great. <laughs> Life's goals. Was he paying? Um, uh, was he paying? He, uh, he did, actually. Oh, did he? he did. Oh, yeah, he did, yeah. <laughs> Paid out of his Christmas money. Yeah. Oh. I, I know. I, I, um, I have actually put it back, his money, but, but yes, <laughs> he, he did. And, and actually, that's a, that's a lesson, life lesson, so I want to be parenting in the right way. So, yeah, we had this lovely time. And whilst he was sat opposite me, I knew I was coming tonight, and, and so I thought, I wonder, I wonder what he thinks about goals. So I said, Max, do you, do you know what a goal is? And, of, of course, football, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. Do you know what a goal is like a target? Like, like um, if you're at school, Max... And you've got to learn your times tables, which he hates. You know, that's a goal. That's something you've got to try and, and do. What, what do, you, do you understand that? He said, yeah. He said, I, I understand that. I said, so what, what do you think about goals? Should we bother? Yeah. He said, mum, we definitely should bother with goals because then we can achieve more. And I thought, come on, son. <laughs> so here's Max on the podcast. Everybody. <laughs> yeah, but... It was, it was really great to hear him say that, because that's true, isn't it? If we don't have goals, how can we achieve? You know, if we've got goals, we can achieve more. So, yeah, that was, that was brilliant. I thought, well, at least I must be practising what I preach somewhere <laughs> for him to pick that up at seven. He's you been know. listening to another podcast, I know. Yes, yeah. He's absolutely picked that up somewhere yeah. else. I wonder who's stolen my goals book. <laughs> <laughs> um, for a foundation, mm. what would be your, I don't know, pro tips in building those goals, which are, I suppose, smart, mm. um, and mapping them out. So if, if, if there's people in this room wanting to achieve certain things, mm-hmm. what would you say are like the fundamental, you know, do this, do that? And it's not going to get you there, but it's going to definitely aid you in getting there. So the first one, I'll go first, go. is writing it down. <laughs> Dick. Glad you were listening. <laughs> so what else do you think are kind of like fundamental foundations to achieving goals? So, um, writing it down obviously is important, um, but how you write it down is really important too. Okay. Um, so you mentioned SMART. That's a that's a great acronym for any goal. And and actually, you probably taught that, or you might have been taught that university, college, work, whatever. But it's still important. Be specific. The the words, and we hear this a lot. And Pastor Mark preaches this a lot. And Caleb, I've heard you say this as well. But be intentional. Be intentional. It's a great word. So so. You know, write it down and be specific. Be specific. Don't just write down, I want to be thinner. I have to write down, I want to be X weight or I want to be in a so-and-so size clothes or I want to be... For me, I want to wear a bikini on the beach and I want to be able to do a triathlon. There's my specific... All at the same time. I want to do a triathlon in a bikini. Wow. I don't know about that. But anyway, but you know, I want to be specific. I'm going to be X amount and whatever. One, once for me, um, it was a kind of difficult time in my life, but I had to write down some specific goals about the role I wanted to do and the job and what I needed to earn. And I was specific and intentional about that. I wrote down the salary to the penny that I expected to have to earn for the life I needed to live at that time. Mm-hmm. I was specific and, and then the M, measurable. Make sure you can measure it. You know, every week in my book, I'm going to have to write down what, what my weight is or what my measurements or whatever it is, you know. I'm just being, you know, being specific there. But, be, you know, make it measurable. So, so if you're going to want to do a triathlon or, you, you know, you want to um, spend time with different friends or whatever, write it down. What are you going to do? And then, you know, reflect on that weekly or whatever. Be measurable about it. 
Um, aye. What's the aye? I shot my brain's gone. Achieve. Achieve. <laughs> oh, that small thing, achieve, yeah. Make it achievable. So, you know, there's no point writing down, is there? I want to be the CEO of a multi-million conglomerate by um, January the 11th. Good luck. It's not going to happen. Well, 22. <laughs> um, but, you know, make it achievable. So, you know, if, if, if it's... That's where long-term goals come in. Um, write down those smaller goals to get to that longer-term goal. You know, make those, make, make those goals achievable. Because if they're not, you'll, you'll become disheartened. You know, you'll lose motivation. Um, and you'll just think, well, you know, back to that, I can't do it. And actually, you probably can't if you're going to write down something. You know, if I want to make a million pounds by tomorrow morning, it's unlikely. You know, so I'm going to demotivate myself. Realistic. Make, make your goal realistic. So if you want to move to California by the time you're 30 and you want to run a, a I don't know, a surf shack or whatever it might be you want to do, <laughs> that, that's fine. That's all good. But, but make it realistic for now. The goal for now it's going to be something smaller along the line to that. You know, you're going to do research on what it's like to have a surf shack in California, you know, and so on. So make it realistic and then make it time-bound. So when we talked earlier about those goals, those long-term goals, for me a long-term goal is you're talking like five years, ten years even. Yeah. Um, your mid-term goals, a couple of years ahead. Short-term, that, that, that's your six months, your year goal. And then those stepping stones are those smart objectives, if you like, those smart targets that you set yourself along the way. And, and that's where you can reflect. I remember people saying to me for, for a really long time, Michelle, why don't you journal? Ugh. <laughs> you know, journal. What do you put in a journal? Um, and I made excuses about that, actually. Uh, I, I kind of said, well, what if I miss a day? And then if I miss a day, I think, oh, I've missed a day. Oh, I've missed a week now. I won't bother now. But actually, I came to a place where actually for me, and it was one of my goals last year, Michelle, journal when you can. And then what I do is every sort of month or so, I just read back. Wow. Yeah, okay, that's good. Look what happened that day. Look what I did. Look what I achieved. Look at that goal. Tick towards that goal. You know, well, hang on a minute. You're steering off here, Mish, have a reflection time. But, but yeah, set, set those goals in a, in a really intentional way um, because then you're likely to, likely to achieve them, yeah. Brilliant. Just on that time one as well. So um, Elon Musk, Tesla, um, I've seen a quote, and I don't quote me on this. However, he said, if you give yourself 30 days to clean your house, it'll take you 30 days. Absolutely. If you give yourself three hours, it'll take you three hours. Mm. If you, so that last one on smart yeah. time is just ensuring that, yes, it has to be realistic and going back through that acronym. However, you need to make sure that you put a timestamp on it because if you don't, it will just keep going, keep dragging. Yeah. Oh, next year I'll get thinner. Yeah. Next year I'll achieve this job. You need to ensure that you put some like, positive pressure on yourself. Absolutely. And that's, you know, pressure gets bound around and people go, oh, I want to stay, you know, I don't want pressure. However, that's going to kick your bum into action and go, yeah, I'm going to get there. Yeah. Even myself and Dan, my husband, we, we, I said yesterday to him, tomorrow night when I get back from YA, um, if I ever leave, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving it so much. Um, tomorrow night, can we write down what we want to do around the house? And, and this is an example, I guess, of small goals, because what do you want to do around the house? Well, there's a piece of skirting board missing from my brand new bathroom. <laughs> it's been missing for six months. And, the, and it's there. It's put there. It's just not stuck in. You know, I haven't put the sort of um, filler in to, you know, and painted it. How long is that going to take me? Half an hour. Pastor Mark did the best preach ever on the power of the half an hour. If you set yourself yeah, yeah. something for half an hour every day, you'll be amazed what you achieve in a week. I mean, there is, you know, seven half an hours. That, what are you going to do? Flick through Facebook? Have a little look on Insta? You know, tweet a few things? Watch a bit of telly? Get, get off your backside and do half an hour it's not a of lot. something. Mm -hmm. You know, so, so me and Dan will be intentional about what do we want to do around the house and those will be our power of the half an hour. We, we call that in our house, power of the half an hour, you know, to finish that bit of skirting board. Just order that bit of glass that's missing from, from my daughter's ensuite so she can actually have a shower, you know, or, or whatever it is, you know. But, but it's things that take no time at all 
but we just procrastinate because we don't write them down and we're not intentional. There you go. Is there any questions while we've got Michelle? Because <laughs> we are paying her by the hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, about goals um, that are important to them. They might ask them on behalf of someone else. Um, so Tan has got a mic um, and he's going to go around. So has anybody got any questions that they would like to ask? There you go. Tan is on her way. Don't turn around. <laughs> there you go. Um, do you believe affirmations are a good way to get to a goal? And have you used any? I love affirmations. At the beginning of this podcast, I talked to you about, you know, that 77% of negative talk that we do to ourselves. Absolutely. I love an affirmation. Um, not that I... Not that this is an opportunity to plug, but I, I, I actually have a business called Destiny Jars and one of the jars we sell is an affirmation jar and it's so incredibly important. The reason that we do that affirmation jar is because, you know, 21 days is a habit and 30 days you're proper in the swing of it. And so in that jar we have 31 affirmations. I am enough. I am, you know, loved. I am secure. I can do it today. It absolutely is important, you know. I'm not Obviously you won't have a lipstick to write it on your mirror but, you know, girls, write it on your mirror. You better have a post-it. Stick that post-it out. My, my son was struggling through um, homeschooling. Max was really struggling. Um, and he was just, I can't do it, I can't do it every day. And I was thinking, how can I change his mind on that? So above his little desk, I stuck post-its. It said, I can do it. I am Max the Mighty. I am, you know. And, and, and it really changed his attitude. So um, honestly, absolutely, affirmations. Because all we're doing is telling ourselves the truth. Because the truth is we can. The truth is you are enough. The truth is you can achieve whatever it is that's set in your heart because it's not there by mistake. It's DNA. It's how you're made. It's who you're made to be. So, I, I mean, I love affirmations, yes. Um, but bearing in mind that, you know, affirmations are about being positive about yourself. Um, they're not necessarily about... Um, I, I don't believe in affirmations without faith. So, so faith is about um, true belief in, in, well, as is fear, but it's, it's belief in what you can't see. But affirmations need to be, I think, in partnership with faith. Um, you know, that that is the truth behind who you are and what you're, expect, you know, what you're expected to be, to become the best you. So, yeah, but I'm absolutely 100% affirmations all the way. Yeah. Any other questions? Uh, hi, uh, thanks for coming this evening. Uh, really interesting. Um, I have a question with regards to like um, sort of emphasizing the realistic aspect of the goals. Mm -hmm. So, um, like, there's sort of a temptation listening to you to get really excited and, you know, maybe even to write down some goals, you know, because that's <laughs> clearly one of the things you've emphasized. Um, like, what are sort of like some of your tricks for maximizing the likelihood of? Um, actually sort of coming up with those realistic, mm. like sort of pushing the equation towards the realistic aspect mm. and making sure you're actually going to achieve them yeah. rather than just having this uh, lovely brainstorm of fuzzy-wuzzy ideas yeah. in your head. Um, and, yeah. Good question. <laughs> I mean, nobody can make you. You've got to want to. And, I mean, Ashley said earlier, didn't he, you know, if you want something enough... Then you then you'll you'll kind of go for it. Um, you're right. Brainstorming is really important, though, as a starter. In in my I've, I've got an office at, at home, but it doesn't matter if it's a notebook or whatever. But I've got a whiteboard, um, and it sits behind me, um, and I I write things on that whiteboard that come to mind that I want to achieve. They're big. They're red. They're capital letters, um, and really within a, within a week or two, if I haven't done something with that then I either decide to rub it off the board because I clearly don't want it or it's in my book and I've started to write goals and how I'm going to achieve it. Um, but I think, you know, making things achievable is important. 
So sometimes I wrote, I've written those things down, those brainstorms down, and then I'll transpose them into the back of a notebook, like my journal for that, that year or that. And sometimes that journal can last a few years, trust me, because I don't fill it in every day. <laughs> but I write them in the back of the book, and then I might just pull one out and start to think about that one and segment it down. Because realistic is about achievable as well, you know. I think, I think realistic is a really interesting word because... Everything's realistic if, if, you, if you put the effort in to a degree, you know. Longer-term goals, shorter-term goals, bite-sized chunks, that's what you have to think about. So the realistic is around the bite-sized chunk. Just, just don't put too much pressure on yourself either. You know, it's your goal. You're not accountable to anybody for your goal except for you. And that's really important to understand, you know, because you're never going to... You can't fail your goal... You're not a failure to anybody else. You're not a failure to yourself. You're a setback. Think about how you haven't achieved that goal, but you still want to achieve that goal. How can I do it differently? And there's lots and lots of ways. But one thing that I would definitely, definitely recommend is find a person that inspires you. Find yourself a mentor. Find yourself a coach. Find yourself someone that will hold you accountable or help you to hold yourself accountable. Um, and do some, do some self... Um, learning you know f find those books read that book i can't i can't emphasize that book enough but read books or listen to podcasts or you know talk to friends about what your goals are and why those goals are important to you and and just spend that time on on yourself because you you're worth the time you're worth the time it's important nobody can do it for you that's the other thing you know so i mean i i said didn't i you know i've spoken to lots of people over the last few months and every time it's, I can give that advice or I can support them, or, but I can't do it. You've got to do it. So, you know, when you're talking about those achievable goals and those bite-sized chunks, think about it in that fashion. Write it down. Write down the steps to get there. Give yourself some time to do it. And be realistic with the time. I mean, I get audited at work all the time. I work for HMRC. And I get audited all the time. Um, and the auditors would want me to complete those audit targets with a very, very short span. Well, can't you do that by March? Well, no. And even if I think I can do it by July, I tell them September. You know, because I want to be realistic and I want to be fair and I want to give us a good opportunity to achieve that goal. So, so be fair to yourself as well. Because I did fall down that trap of writing down what I wanted to do and then thinking I was a failure because I hadn't done it fast enough. No, be realistic. You know, it's achievable, yeah. Good answer. <laughs> Another question? Okay, so I feel like you have answered this already. Um, I think affirmations are a great thing. But my thing is, I mean, you mentioned earlier about um, you'd ask yourself the question, like, why would anyone want to listen to me? That's kind of the issue I'm having at the moment. So how do you get from, like, that self-doubt yeah. to actually taking action? It is so hard. Mm -hmm. I, I absolutely hear you. Um, I don't know if you've heard of imposter syndrome. Yeah. Um, but if you haven't heard about it, I guarantee most of you have felt it, mm -hmm. where, you know, you, you spend your time thinking, in part of you feels, I can totally do that. I am brilliant. I can. I'm capable. And the other half thinks, don't be ridiculous. Who do you think you are? You know. The only way, the only way to get through that really is to firstly talk about it. Don't, don't leave it in the dark, bring it in the light. Share it with your friends, people that love you. Obviously choose people that you, know, you feel secure to be around. People that will affirm you. And then, and then think about why you might feel that you're not good enough. So for me personally, I thought, hang on a minute. If I actually go forward with supporting people to be the best people, you know, best person that they can be, if I actually help people achieve their goals, guess what? We're going to take over the world. And you know what? The fear factor, the negativity for, for me, the enemy, if you like, they don't, want, that doesn't, they don't want that to happen. So for my life, in my context, with my faith, everything positive is of God and everything that isn't is is in terms of self-worth, isn't true. Because it isn't how God made me. God made me perfect in his eyes. And so if I think I'm, I'm, I'm rubbish, 
if I think that no one's going to listen to me, if I think that I haven't got the intellect, and actually, you know, any minute now someone's going to find out that they shouldn't have put me in this job, they've made a mistake because I'm not good enough, and they must have not, not seen that in the, in the first place. Actually, all those things are going to keep me from being who I'm supposed to be, going to keep you from being who you're supposed to be. So surround yourself with people that are going to affirm you and love you. Talk about those things openly, because if we hold them in fear, what you find is, you know, they become bigger and bigger and bigger in the dark. But when they're out in the light, then they start to be things that you can actually break down. Why do I feel that way? It isn't true. The more you talk about it as well, the more you find that everybody else feels the same. Yeah. I bet if I said, like, you know, raise your hand today if you have ever felt like you are actually an imposter, that somebody any minute now is going to find out that you're not as good as you think you are. Everybody feels that. You're not alone. But just take, that, take those thoughts, take those feelings, take those views, and then try to think about them in a realistic, analyse it kind of way, because it won't be true. It won't be true about you. And if it is true because you need to learn something or you need to be coached, surround yourself with those friends that I talked about that will love you and, and find a plan, make a plan that's going to help you to feel more confident about yourself. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I just recommend that you, you, know, you do that and talk about yeah. it. Just, just before Christmas, and in fact I talked to Ashley about this earlier, I was going through a, a bit of a terrible time my, myself and thinking, oh, my life... I'm not sure I'm good enough with my job. And I, I came after Christmas and spoke to my boss about it and said, I'm just having these like bizarre thoughts. And so I want to talk to you about it so that you know where I'm coming from when I'm having these thoughts, but I'm going to keep working. And you know, I got a High Performing Achievers Award before Christmas. I got a recognition bonus because of how hard I'd worked in my role and what I'd brought to culture of HMRC, etc. And I got two people, this is in the space of four weeks, by the way, I got two people that sent me, um, we have noticed that you're great, kind of you get to choose vouchers and whatever. Do you know what that was? That was affirmation. It was the logic behind my illogic thing, illogical thinking. So I was going to work thinking, oh, I don't, I don't think I can do this. I'm, how am I in charge of all of this? And, and then these things happen that make me think, no, come on, Michelle, be logical. Mm -hmm. These people around you aren't stupid. They obviously think that you can, mm -hmm. you know, so, so you've just got to hold on to those things, I think. Yeah. Thank you. Wowzers. Any other questions? There's one hand at the back. Oh, yes, there's hands are going up. Come on. <laughs> um, what you've heard today has been like, amazing. But Thank of course, you. I struggle with like comparisons. Like, have you got any practical tips on how to overcome that? Well, we all do a bit of that. We all do a bit of comparison because because it's human nature, isn't it? Um, I'm a I'm a girl, obviously. So girls compare with girls, and actually, often girls can be quite unkind. And you know, you you, you compare you compared all the time. Blokes, I'm, I'm sure you're compared, you know, his biceps, your biceps, what can you lift and how much money's he got? I've got the latest trainers, you haven't got, you know, all that stuff goes on. And as you get older, it's the same. Your house is bigger than my house, blah, blah, blah. You know, my kids go to a better school, you just go, oh, God, it never ends. Okay, so you've got to capture this young. It's really important. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Honestly, Steve Jobs died... And all that he'd achieved, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. What will you have regrets about? You won't have regrets that you didn't have the latest trainers, but you will have regrets that you didn't fulfil the ambitions that you are set out to achieve. That's what, you'll, that's what you'll regret. You'll regret not risking stuff. You won't regret that he had a heavier gold chain than you've got. You won't regret that you know, they've got more than you. you, you that's not a regret you can have. But if it is important to you, then make a goal and achieve it. And, and if you've got people around you that are comparing, help them make goals to achieve it. Achieve it all together. Comparing yourself will always hold you back. I, I can't emphasise that enough. It will always hold you back. Because whilst you're focusing on them, you're not focusing on you. So, so put your focus where it needs to be. Think about why you're feeling that you need to compare yourself. If those are things that you wish you had, make a goal to get them or to achieve them or to fulfil it. But, but don't just compare yourself and spend your time dwelling on it. 
it is hard. I totally get it. Everybody does it to a degree. We all do compare to a degree. But, you know, it's going to take the focus from yourself. So whilst you're focusing on how brilliant they are or what they've got, you're not thinking about how brilliant you are and what you can achieve and what you can attain. That's all I'm going to say, really. I'm into that. <laughs> we had a question, I think, Alex. Just a shout-out to Alex, right? So Alex has just recently moved from London. Um, he's moved to the right side to, like, the Midlands area. Well done, top man. Yeah. Um, he came Goal champion. <laughs> Goal number one. <laughs> goes to the Midlands. Did you write it down? Because if you did, well done. I did. Um, <laughs> um, so Alex um, came to church for the first time this morning in terms of coming to Champions. Um, and he's here tonight. Um, he's put himself out there. Brilliant. So just hats off to you, sir. So well done. Yeah. Um, appreciate you coming. And appreciate you putting your hand up to uh, ask a question so far away. Um, hi, Michelle. Hi. Um, <laughs> I, so, so polite, I, I love this. <laughs> um, I think you touched on it a little bit before, um, but it's a little bit of a personal question. Um, what has been your biggest challenge, um, personally, to achieving your goals? Um, and that's just generally. Uh, no, no, that's, life, that's yeah. good. Um, there's not just one, <laughs> and there's two self doubt and procrastination. Procrastination is the killer of all dreams, honestly. Yep. Um, you know, we'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it in a week. I'm tired now. I'm just going to put on, you know, the Big Bang Theory. I don't know. Skirting um, You know, yeah. I'm just going to watch Superstore. It's, yeah, procrastination has been a real challenge for me. Um, but self-doubt has been the greatest. Um, and, and just not going for it. Caring too much what other people think of me and not caring enough about me. And um, self-love is really important because w why wouldn't I be as important as you, for example? You know, And I am absolutely a person that would affirm, I am an encourager. Um, you know, if somebody said some of the things that I say to myself, to me, yeah. I would be really having a word with them, you know? I, I would... I would say the thing I've learned is that I need to treat myself with kindness and I need to be fair and encouraging to myself because, like I said before, you know, ten, 10 years I've probably lost in some of my goals and dreams because I've just been too unkind. I've just had so much self-doubt and I've allowed that to fester. I haven't, you know, I'm in a position now where I hope I can give you some advice that means you don't waste 10 years you know, I haven't surrounded myself with people that have affirmed me. I've surrounded myself with people that have drained me um, and that I have given everything to. But actually, that's just that's just enabled me to have more self-doubt because I haven't surrounded myself with the right people, hadn't surrounded myself with people that would affirm me or build me up or support me. Um, so, yeah, that, that's definitely kind of... Self-doubt's the biggest one because with that comes so many other things but that and procrastination just get on with it stop making excuses what can there possibly be an excuse for you to get back home tonight and just write down one goal what can be the excuse the only excuse can be that you don't want it you know so get home write down the goal don't waste any time procrastinating nothing's more important netflix good grief i mean it's not like you know when i was youth <laughs> i remember when channel five came out <laughs> so you know you had to watch it there and then if i didn't watch a team on a saturday night i missed it <laughs> but you know everything's at your fingertips now and I, and I think in a way that also has a challenge that that is a challenge for you because there's so much you're bombarded with so much um, that you know to carve that time that's really important my cousin um, she's young Charlotte yep. she doesn't really know any famous people at all because she doesn't watch any films she doesn't watch much telly and it's hysterical we make it a bit of a, la a laugh and a joke in our family but actually you know what it's awesome because she doesn't procrastinate she wants to do something she achieves it she carves out in her life what is important and doesn't waste her hours away doing other things um, so, you know, I've got to have admiration for that. But, yeah, procrastination and self-doubt. Very good. Perfect. Any more questions before we wrap up? 
Cool. Michelle, thank you so much for your time. Very well. Can we ask the audience in this uh, room to give Michelle a massive round of applause? Thank you. <laughs> Hopefully it gets picked up on the mic. If not, they are clapping very loudly. Um, so, yeah, Michelle, thank you very much for your time. I hope people listening on the podcast and the people in this room now with us um, have had some incredible kind of motivation, inspiration from this. Um, I'm just going to offer you out that Michelle is going to be around for like five, ten minutes after this um, for any questions. Um, but, yeah, get tuned in, get plugged in. Um, we actually have a Instagram page now for the young adults we've, we've officially made it don't stay on there too long so you don't achieve your goals however <laughs> champion.ya is what you need to search and that is what you need to follow um talk to people about this podcast let's get it out there let's get it grown 2022 one of our goals is to reach more people reach people outside of champions church because this could be our reach to them that they come in the building, that they get inspired, that they essentially become the best that they can be. Absolutely. Michelle, thank you for your time. You're welcome. Any feedback, any um, questions for the podcast, please send to ya at championschurch.org.uk and we'll bring you another episode soon. Thank you.